the commission to heal the sick and cast out devils has been given to every believer in Jesus Christ. All of us as believers need to step into opportunities to minister healing and deliverance. Prepare yourself and step out. Let the Lord use you to demonstrate His love and power to others. If you have your Bible, just hold it high up in the air. Let's say this out loud, bold and strong together. This is God's word. This is God speaking to me. I am who God says I am. I can do what God says I can do. I will become everything God has promised. I'm saved, healed, delivered, redeemed. I'm blessed, victorious, prosperous, triumphant. I'm a minister of God, a servant of Christ, and a channel of His blessing to many people. I receive His words. I believe His words. And I live by His word. Christ is my master. And to Him, I am an absolute surrender. In Jesus' name, Amen. Say hi to the person next to you. Shake hands with them. Tell them you're happy to see them this morning. Give them your name. You can be seated. All right. I'm going to be brief this morning. Uh, not too long. Uh, summertime, we're going to keep the sermon short. Uh, so that you can listen. I want to just uh, remind us about a commission that the Lord Jesus has given to all of us as believers. He's given to all of us. And that commission is to heal the sick and to cast out devils. He's given that commission to all of us. And I just want to remind us about that this morning and just... Uh, uh, say a few practical things um, along this line. Now, when, um, in the ministry of Jesus, when Jesus began His ministry, uh, we'll just look at a few verses of Scripture here. In Matthew, the fourth chapter, I will read verses 23 to 25. When the Lord Jesus ministered here on earth, although it was a very short time, just about three and a half years of His ministry, He devoted a lot of His time to not just preaching and teaching, but also to healing. And casting out devils. He spent a lot of his time doing that. Which indicates to us that it is something significant. Something that we have to do. He did it. We've got to do. He gave a lot of his time in healing the sick and casting out devils. Here we read in Matthew chapter 4 verses 23 to 25. It says, Jesus went about all Galilee. Teaching in their synagogues. Preaching the gospel of the kingdom. And healing all kinds of sicknesses and all kinds of disease among the people. Then his fame went throughout all Syria. And they brought to him all sick people who were afflicted with various diseases and torments. And those who were demon possessed, epileptics and paralytics. And he healed them. Great multitudes followed him from Galilee, from Decapolis, Jerusalem, Judea and beyond the Jordan. So you see here that as Jesus went around preaching... He spent time healing the sick, casting out devils. And people brought all sick with any kind of disease. They just brought them. Small, big, whatever kind they just brought. Let's go to Jesus. He's doing something. Now, interestingly, Jesus didn't say, I'm the only one who's going to do this. So every, anyone who needs healing, deliverance, come to me. He didn't do that. He picked out 12 disciples or 12 apostles. And he commissioned them. He sent them out to do the same thing. Let's 
Just read those verses there in Matthew 10, verses 7 and 8. All of these verses are things that you and I are familiar with. But let's just look at them again. Matthew 10, verse 1. And when he had called his twelve disciples to him, he gave them power over unclean spirits to cast them out, to heal all kinds of sickness and all kinds of disease. And as you go, he told them in verse 7, As you go, preach, saying, The kingdom of heaven is at hand. Heal the sick, cleanse lepers, raise the dead, cast out demons. Freely you have received, freely give. So he got 12 disciples. He said, guys, I want you to do the same thing. You go, you preach, you heal, you cast out devils. You go do the same thing. And I'm giving you the authority to do this. And he didn't stop with just those 12. He picked out another 70 or 72 others. This is in Luke chapter 10. If you just look. Turn there with me to Luke chapter 10. We'll read verse 1, verse 9, and verse 17. Luke chapter 10, verse 1, verse 9, verse 17. After these things, the Lord appointed 72 others also and sent them out two by two before His face into every city and place where He Himself was about to go. Verse 9, here's what He tells them to do. He says, heal the sick there. Say to them, the kingdom of God has come to you. Verse 17 is a report of what happened. The 72 returned with joy saying, Lord, even the demons are subject to us in your name. So he didn't just pick out 12. He picked out another 70 or 72 others. And he said, guys, I want you to go. Preach the message. Heal the sick. Cast out devils. Go do the same thing. And they came back and they said, Lord, it's working. People are hearing this message. And people are being healed. Devils are being cast out. They came back to Jesus. Now, Jesus died, rose up, and before his ascension to heaven, he gave his disciples the great commission. That means, this is what I'm leaving, these are my final words, this is what I want you to be doing until I see you back. What was the great commission? He said, go make disciples of all nations. I mean, go everywhere, the whole world, cover the whole world. Make disciples of everybody, all nations, and do what? Get them into churches? No. What did he say? Teach them to do everything I have taught you. What do you teach them? Teach them to do everything that I have taught you. Which includes that when you go, preach the message, heal the sick, cast out devils. Are you listening? So this great commission that was given back in Matthew 28 verses 18, 19, 20. That great commission includes the mandate to heal the sick and cast out devils. And that comes down to each one of us. That all of us have been commissioned by Jesus to heal the sick, cast out devils. All of us. He says, when you go give them the message, do it. You know, when spending time in the village, and uh, you, you need, really need to talk to all these people who went on this mission trip to now sorry, because we got time to listen to all the stories of these people. And these were amazing stories. And we ourselves saw a lot of wonderful things God was doing, like they shared about the Holy Spirit baptism. At least 30 more, 30 or more young people were baptized in the Holy Spirit. Just like that. And this all done by our our, our team was ministering. I, I didn't even go near the youth this time. They were ministering. I, I never did anything. God was using them and, and, and 30 plus people baptized Holy Spirit praying in tongues like that. The faith was so simple, so amazing. And, uh, and some of the stories we heard, 
you know, one pastor was sharing with me. He was saying, you know, uh, this was about 20-25 years ago. Uh, when, uh, when he was growing up, he used, at that time he had gone, moved into the town. He was working, uh, polishing diamonds. That was his job. But he hated Christians. Nothing to do with these people. Nothing to do with Jesus. I don't want anything to do with Jesus. I hate them. And, uh, you know, and he was just going about his life. But at some point, he felt very sick, very sick. And uh, he, you know, he visited all the doctors. He went to all the religious places he could. But he would not try Jesus. No, Jesus. <laughs> I'll do everything else. But nothing happened. He just grew worse and worse. Finally, it came to a point where the doctor said, you're going to die. Go home. There's nothing we can do. You're going to die. It was that bad. At that time, somebody came. He doesn't even know who. Somebody came. And prayed for him. In the name of Jesus. And in three days. He became completely well. He gave his entire. This man. Who hated Jesus. Who never wanted anything to do with Jesus. Now today has been a pastor for the last. I don't know. 15-20 years. Serving Jesus. See. How his life was changed. This. That. That. That healing that took place in his life. Showed him that Jesus Christ. Is the true and living God. And changed everything. The one man who wanted, he wanted nothing to do with Jesus. He was angry against Jesus. Today he's, ser- he's been serving the Lord as a pastor now for I don't know, 20-some years. His life changed. Because somebody went and prayed for him in the name of Jesus. Right? So, wonderful things can take place. And they just change people's lives. And the Lord has commissioned each one of us to go heal the sick and cast out devils. In the Thursday evening, we had an open meeting and... Uh, we shared about the cross of Jesus and one of the things that we saw, one, one nice or one outstanding miracle, the man came in and testified and I, I could see it, was first he put his hand up to believe in Jesus and the same man came forward and testified that he had a tumor in his stomach area for about two years. Now I didn't see the tumor so I don't know how big it was. But he knows, he had this tumor in his stomach area for two years and he was busy searching. It had just disappeared. Gone. And that was the night he gave his heart to Jesus. Because I saw him raise his hands. Give his heart to Jesus. And one of the pastors there came forward. He's pressing his area, checking, make sure the tumor is gone. It's gone. It happened. It's Thursday night. In, in the name of Jesus. So this commission to heal, to cast out devils is for all of us as believers. All of us have been commissioned by Jesus Christ to do that. And I just want to encourage us this morning that we need to prepare ourselves and to engage in this. Do it. I know that living in the city, uh, we have lots of options. Unlike if you're out in a remote part. And we are not against doctors. We're not against hospitals. Nothing. Thank God for that. Uh, we definitely can use them when you want to. But I think for us city people, it is a challenge to, to take that step of faith. And even consider praying in the name of Jesus. Okay, if you're out in the village, maybe you have no option. That this is it. Now, we heard some nice stories. Let me just share a couple of them. Uh, one of them was this. There was, you know, there was a rich man, there, a man and his wife. They had this big area of uh, land. But they had a problem. There was a tree that had a beehive in it. And the bees were troubling the people who would pass by. And, and many people got stung by this bee. So this man was now responsible to keep taking them to the hospital. So he wanted to get rid of the, the hive and the bees. Right? So... He asked somebody, you know, uh, is there a way to get rid of it? And they said, you know, you call that pastor, one of the pastors there. Uh, now, right now, he's an elderly man. He was sharing all these stories. So you call this pastor, he'll come and pray. So 
this man, now he's telling us the stories, now it happened years ago, but this man went under the tree, prayed a simple prayer. Lord Jesus, this beehive, the bees are troubling the people. They don't know how to get rid of it. Please take it away. Then he turned around to this owner, his wife. He said, tomorrow by three o'clock, it'll be gone. So the lady asked him, you know, what are you going to do? You haven't done anything. How is it going to go? He said, tomorrow by three o'clock, it'll go. I have prayed and asked Jesus to take it away. And he went. So the next day at 2.30, this man, his wife, others are watching. What's happening? The beehive is still there. It's not gone. But here's what they said. Before three o'clock, a bird came. A big bird. Began to flap its wings and drive away all the bees. Took the beehive and flew away. And they never seen a bird like that before or ever since. Now this is the face of the people. Now another story that just blows my mind was this. Again, these are stories they shared with the team. And uh, there's a man who came to, ch- to, who came to the church to pray. Now the, when you say church, it's not a fancy building like this. It's like, you know, half-finished brick buildings. And um, he came to pray. And this man was well-to-do. So he had a car. He had come there to pray. He, and he was just, I think he was new to Jesus. He wasn't really believing and all that. But he came. You, I guess he needed some help. So he came. When he went into the church, he forgot to take his key out. So there's an auto lock. Car was locked. Key inside. So when he came out and he found out that he had locked, the car was locked, the keys inside. He was very angry. I came first time to pray to Jesus, see what's happening. Things are all going wrong. Then there was an old lady there. She said, you go back and pray. So he went back into the building, into the church, prayed for some time. When he came out, all four doors were opened. Now in the city, we would not do this. I just think, if this happened in the city, first thing is call somebody. Call the order guy here, you know. He'll come and fix it. In the village, no choice. Go and pray. All four doors were opened. Now, I'm just saying this because when you hear these stories from these people, like it puts us to shame, like, whoa, what faith, you know. So coming back to our subject here, you know, we have options in the city. You know, when somebody is sick, of course, you the doctor, you take medicines. We have those options. And I'm not saying it's wrong. But what I'm saying is, let's have that, that let's take that step of faith. Let's just reach out in prayer. In the name of Jesus. Because he's commissioned each one of us to do that. Reach out in the name of Jesus. To pray for somebody. To minister healing and deliverance. In the name of Jesus. Why should we do this? And, uh, and just before I mention that. We have a book there. Called Ministering Healing and Deliverance. The reason that book is, that book is so thick. Is because there's so many questions we see the people have. And so we've attempted to answer theologically. In all the different questions that did come up in our minds. As city people. You know, we talk about Paul's thorn. We find, try to find every excuse in the Bible why God is responsible for sickness and disease. You know? So we deal with all those issues. And to help us understand that it's God who's the healer. He's not the one who makes us sick and disease, puts disease. The people in the village, they accept that implicitly. And he's sick, pray to the Lord. He's healed. But we have questions in the city, so we've put all that together so that theologically we give us a sound understanding as to why we can pray. But it's also a training manual. It gives us a little instruction how to pray. So I encourage you to just go through that book, Ministering, Healing, and Deliverance, and let's all start doing it. Let's all just begin to do it. But let's just consider very briefly, why? Why should we even step out there, put aside all the other options, and try to pray and minister to people? Surely none of us have 100% success as believers. And I know there's nobody 
who has 100% success that every person they pray for gets healed and every person they minister to gets delivered. No. But we need to grow in this. We need to, the more we do it, the more we're going to learn, the more we're going to understand, the more we're going to make ourselves uh, available for the Holy Spirit to use us. So I just want to encourage us to begin to do that. Why should we do it? There's a few reasons. One, because it, it expresses who God really is. It helps people understand this is the nature of God. That there is a God in heaven who cares about you, who is healer, who is deliverer. Reveals the nature of God to people. Secondly, because we've been commissioned to go and destroy the works of the devil. We've been commissioned. Jesus said, as my father sent me, I have sent you. As my father sent me, I'm sending you. So go do it. Why did Jesus come? The Bible says he came to destroy the works of the devil. And now he's saying, as my father sent me, I'm sending you. You go destroy the works of the devil. You go do it. And third, third reason, simple reason is this. Why should we try do this? Because when we do this, we demonstrate to people that there is a God who loves them and cares for them. Demonstrate to them. There's a God who loves them, cares for them. It reveals the nature of God and it makes it very personal to somebody that God loves them. God cares for them. And, and it reveals God's love and power. So, how do we start doing this? We all need to prepare ourselves. Do your part in preparing yourself. By spending time in His Word, prayer, and worship. Read His Word. Read about the miracles that are in the Bible. It'll increase your faith. If God did it then, I'm sure He'll do it now. He's, he doesn't change. He's the unchangeable Jesus. If He healed the people then, and you re- we have an account of all the healings that He did then, as you read it, it encourages our faith today, saying, if He did it then, He's going to do it again today. So read the words. Read about the miracles. Read about the stories. Even the crazy miracles that are in the Bible. Like the axe head floating and the food multiplying. And it's like, you know, today if I need more food, I go to the bakery or you know, go to the restaurant. But that's okay. There may be times when God just wants to do something like that. And we should just have the faith to do it. So read those miracles. Read the miracles in the Bible. It builds your faith up. Spend more time in prayer and in worship. Connect with God. Just simple things you and I can do to prepare ourselves to increase our faith and make ourselves available to God. So I encourage all of us to do that. Read your Bible. Pray. Worship. Helps us grow in faith. Helps us grow in the anointing of God. And then the only thing to do is step out and take advantage of every opportunity that there is. When you find a person who's unwell, can I pray for you? I'll just pray for you in the name of Jesus. It's non-threatening. You're just offering to pray. Most people will be ready to receive it. Step out. And when somebody experiences the love and the power of God working in their lives, it's very likely they will turn around and say, I want to believe in this Jesus. It's very likely. So here's a commission, a mandate, and a way, a method God's given to us to touch people's lives. And He's given it to us for the church to do it for one another as well. The Bible says, if there's anyone who is sick among you, Call for the elders of the church. Now, again, we don't need to restrict it to the elders. It could be anybody. Call for somebody in the church. Let them pray for you. In the name of the Lord. Anoint him with oil. Again, it's not the oil, but it's the name. The oil is just a point of contact. So call for the elders. Call for people. Let them pray for you in the name of the Lord. And the prayer of faith will heal the sick. The Lord will raise him up. That's something all of us can engage in. It's for the church. Amen? So, now comes practice time. Let's do it right here this morning. As we just uh, pray for one another. You know, some of us could have something very small. Maybe there's a little ache here, a wound here, a hurt there. A little, something small that, that you want God to touch and heal. Or it could be something very significant. Something big. Maybe an arthritic condition. A diabetic condition. Uh, a paralysis. Or something that's really big. And 
and you've kind of just learned to live with it or put up with it. But you know, why don't we just pray and say, God, would you step in and release the healing power of the Holy Spirit and make this person well? We can all engage to that. Are we going to do it right now? Is that okay? People downstairs, I can't see you, but we're all going to do it. And we're just going to pray and say, God, do amazing things in our midst. Because whatever faith we have, Jesus said, if you have faith like a mustard seed. So you, just that little faith that you have in your heart is enough for God to use right now to bring healing to somebody that you might pray for this morning. It's not about you and me. It's about Him who is the healer. Our responsibility is simply to step out and say, Lord, would you do this for this person? Right? To use our faith, to go against the work of darkness, to go against any spirit of infirmity, to go against any spirit that's causing it, to go against it in the name of Jesus with the authority God has given to us and demand for a healing in that person's life. All right? So we're going to pray for each other. Here's what we want, I want to do this morning. Um, in a few minutes from now, we'll ask people, those who need prayer for healing, just to identify themselves. They're going to lift their hand up and so you can turn around and move around. Um, find the people who raise their hand and say, I need some prayer for healing. Um, God does not restrict the healing. There are miracles as well. So if you need prayer for a job, for any other kind of situation, that's fine. You lift up your hand for that as well. So maybe there's a financial situation. Maybe you need a job. Maybe you need something else to be done in your life. That's fine. Just lift up your hand. So we're going to look around for somebody who's lifted up their hand. Then those around them, just go there, go to them and say, you know, what can I pray for? So they'll tell you, please pray. You know, I, got a, I injured my knee and it's, you know, it's hurting or whatever that problem is, they'll tell you. Now, you don't have to get the full history. Don't start with family history. <laughs> you're not a doctor. All you need to know is what you're going to pray for. That's all, right? So don't start asking too many questions. Simple. What should I pray for? They might say, I please pray for a job. Or please, I, I need, uh, you know, a I have a financial problem. Can you ask the Lord to help me in that? Very simple. Just get to know what you're going to ask, pray for, right? And then pray a simple prayer for them. If you feel that you need to take authority over some demonic power, do that in the name of Jesus. The disciples said, Lord, the devils are subject to us in your name. In your name. So just, if you feel you need to do that, say, I take authority over any devil that's troubling this person or any devil that's causing the sickness. I command you in the name of Jesus to leave. Simple. See, the devil's not impressed by you and me. So you don't have to shout, scream, roll on the floor, relax. It's about the name of Jesus. And that name is given to every believer. Every, all of us can use that name. Amen? It's not who prays for you, but in whose name the prayer is made. So you turn around and a little 15-year-old comes to you and says, Can I pray for you? <laughs> Relax. It's okay. You say, No, I want some big person to come pray for me. No, it's not about the person praying for you. But it's in the, whose name that prayer is being made. Right? So don't look at the person. It doesn't matter who's going to pray for you this morning. It's the name of Jesus that, that's powerful. Is that okay? And then we're going to see how many people begin to see improvement. Now, some healings are instantaneous. Sometimes things happen right now. Maybe right now as we're praying. Some of you, have, if you have tumors or growths in your body, it just disappears. God dematerializes it. Or, you know, God can do amazing things. Maybe you've got implants in your body. You couldn't move your hand, but now your hand starts moving. Or, or things like that. And it can happen right now, instantaneously. But sometimes there is a progression. We heard about that story of that pastor. In three days he got well. But he started getting better and in three days he was completely well. So you might know something has started in your body. 
And we want to hear about that as well because we can encourage that. Just say, God, we thank you even for the starting of that healing. That's something you're feeling better. The pain has gone down or some movement has come into a part of your limb that could not move. We want to praise God for that as well. And of course, some things you need to go and get verified, which means you need to go get a doctor to check it up, get a scan done or a test done to verify it. And we'd encourage you to do that first before testifying. We want to make sure that we, uh, we are right, right? Let's not misrepresent God. He doesn't need that. So if there is a test that needs to be done, if there is a scan that needs to be done, do that first. Then you can tell people that the Lord Jesus healed me, right? So we want to be a little careful. We don't want to get uh, uh, carried away. Uh, if there are other things that, are, that have to deal with circumstances, fine. Let you see the circumstances change. And after that, you tell people what the Lord has done for you. Is it okay? Right? Let's all stand to our feet, please. Those of us who are downstairs in the dining hall, let's all rise to our feet. And uh, we're going to take a few moments just to pray. We have about 10, 20 minutes. We're going to take some time to pray. So if you need prayer, all I want to encourage you is this. The Lord Jesus commissioned His believers to go heal the sick and cast out devils. If He commissioned us, He's going to back up His commission. He's going to stand behind it. He's going to make sure that when we step out on that commission, that He makes it good in our lives. So as we pray, we're all looking to Jesus. We're not looking to the person who's praying. We're looking to Jesus. That He will make good His word, His promise. Okay? So if you need prayer for anything this morning, if you don't mind, could you just lift your hand up? And we're going to ask people to come around to you and pray. Just put your hand up. Uh, there may be people downstairs in the dining hall, you as well. Just put your hand up. Then I'm going to ask others around you to just move to these people and say, you know, just go to them. Believers, just turn around. Just go to them. Just ask them, what can I pray for you? All right? Don't feel shy. Just come on, move around. God can use anybody and God will use anybody and everybody. So, you find somebody with a hand up, just go around, just ask them, what can I pray for you? Maybe two or three can pray together, that's also fine. Two or three can get together around one person and, and just ask them, what can I pray with you for? Alright, just go ahead and do that please. Right? just very gently, just ask them, what can I pray for you for? Uh, go to the one, two or three, get around the person who's got the hand up. Uh, and say, what can I pray for you for? Then just one person just lead in prayer, the other two or three just agree. Uh, same thing in the dining hall downstairs, please. Go ahead. Alright, so just, just take this time to pray. Uh, if you don't have anybody to pray for, just pray generally and say, God, I ask that healings will be released in this place. I ask that you'll meet the needs of people in this place. So if you're not praying for any person in particular, just pray in general. Ask the Lord to do wonderful things in this place this morning. Ask the Lord to heal. Maybe you might get a word of knowledge. Saying, you know, there are people here who have cancer or people who have a, a condition, condition. God, you pray. So you pray for that condition specifically. Even if you're not praying for a person, God might give you a word of knowledge. He might reveal to you something He's doing. So you just pray along those lines right now, wherever you are. Let's everybody pray. Everybody pray. God might lead you, impress on you to pray for a person who might need a job, who might need. Something in their lives. You pray for that. Say, God, for people who need jobs, give them jobs, Lord. Let's all just pray for a few moments and then we're going to take testimonies. Thank you. As we continue to pray, if you feel you've received a miracle, then I just want you to please come up right here. If something's starting to get better in your body or you're feeling something happening to you, then I want you to just come on up. If you're even in the dining hall, just come up here. Let's take a few testimonies. Let's continue praying. Continue praying for people. 
just can you praying for God to release healings and miracles, to release gifts of healings here, to release the workings of miracles here. Ask the Holy Spirit to release those here. Continue, everybody, continue praying. And if, you're, if you find improvement or if you find complete healing, whatever is happening, something's happening, I just want you to come up right here. We want to take a few testimonies and see what the Lord's doing right now in this place. That you can, you know for sure something's happening or something has happened. Then just come up here to me, right next to me here. I can give you the mic and just share a little bit. Don't be afraid. Just come up. So we're going to take this. As we feel something is happening, just come up here so we can, everyone can hear what God's doing for you. Let's just continue praying. Let's continue praying. Lord, we thank you, God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Thank you, God. Thank you, Jesus. All right. Anybody, you feel something's happening to you? You're feeling better, feeling completely well? Just raise your hand. Anybody here? Say, something's happened to me. As we prayed, I received a healing. I received a touch. Something's happened. I know something's happened. Put your hand up. Let's just see. Anyone here? Does anyone downstairs? I just want you to come up. Come up to the top floor so we can take your testimony. Anybody here? Don't be ashamed. Don't be afraid. Thank you, God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you. Lord, we praise you, Jesus. Thank you, God. Father, we just give you thanks. We give you praise, Lord. Give you thanks, Father. We give you praise for your healing. Holy Spirit, I thank you for your healing virtue, God. Let the life and the power of the Holy Spirit fill every body. Touch, fill every bone, fill the muscles, the nerves, the joints. Release, oh God, from every pain, from every sickness, every disease. And cast off every demonic work in the name of Jesus. Holy Spirit, just move upon every person. Breaking every yoke of darkness. Release people, release minds, release emotions. Release, oh God, even their emotional part of them. Release them, bring release, God. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you, God. All right. One last time. Anybody here? You've got something happening or happens to you right now? Just put your hand up. Don't be ashamed. Don't feel shy. Come. Let us know what's happening. See, somebody's got to get the ball rolling. Then others will come. <laughs> come. What happened to you? Just tell us what happened. Yesterday and uh, today I was having a, a pain on the shoulder. It was a muscle uh, pull or something. I don't know what it was, but it's very painful. Uh, and uh, today morning also uh, my husband was uh, praying for me. Uh, but now I got healing. Um, and I, I am, no, I'm not feeling anything. All right. Okay, we don't know the cause for the pain, but she had the severe pain on her shoulder. Uh, and now the pain is completely gone. Right? Thank God for that. It's, I think it's the beginning. Anybody else? Just come on. Let's just, just come and share anything else that God's been doing. Don't be ashamed. All right? Anybody else? Okay. All right. Let's close in prayer. Father, we just thank you this morning, God. And I pray, Father, for your grace, the empowering of your Holy Spirit.
upon every person here, God. We pray that each one of us, as we go out throughout our daily life, that God, that you, by the power of the Holy Spirit, will use each one of us to heal the sick and cast out devils. Holy Spirit, I pray you will stir this up in each of our hearts. And as we go about our daily life and we see people hurting, when we see people in need, that we will step out on this mandate. We will step out on this commission. And in Jesus' name, we will bring healing to the sick and deliverance to the captives. And God, use each one of us here. Use every person here, God. We thank you and we bless you. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. Now, unto him who always does exceedingly above all that we can ask, think, or imagine, according to his power that's at work in each of us, unto him be glory in the church always. In Jesus' name, amen, amen, amen. God bless you. Thank you for being here this morning. As you go out, keep looking for opportunities. Minister, heal the sick, cast out devils. God bless. Have a great Sunday. We trust that this message was a blessing to you. We'd love to hear from you. You can email us at contact at apcwo.org. Also, visit our website www.apcwo.org for additional resources. Thank you for listening and God bless you.